1: Nice to be with you. It is a beautiful Thursday morning. Man, it feels like spring. I hope we're not going to go backwards, are we, and have snow and freezing temperatures. I, I vote no on that, if my vote means anything at all. Nice to have you with us on 94.5 and 98.90. Answer. We have uh, more details now on the man who is uh, accused at this point because you were innocent until proven guilty of the double murder that happened at a bar just after midnight last night, and there are far too many stories like this where the person who is presumed to be the killer is someone who had a long criminal history and may have some mental health issues as well. The name is uh, Jonathan Pegram. He's 37 years old. He's from the east side of Columbus, and he is accused of murdering two 41-year-olds, a woman Dawn Dunn and a man Cornet Powell. And he was released from jail. That's right. He was in custody up until February the 22nd when he was released. Now, this does not appear to be like the case of the guy who was mistakenly released from the Franklin County Jail, who then, I'm trying to remember now because there were initial reports that he committed a murder. He didn't commit a murder, but his brother is accused of committing that murder at the gas station on the Near East Side when a good Samaritan went inside to keep his friend from being robbed and found uh, himself uh, the victim of uh, several gunshots, which killed him. Now, this guy was released, but uh, boy, what a criminal record he has. Multiple uh, felonies like robbery, burglary, drugs. So he goes into this bar... Uh, cheers two located at 6176 cleveland avenue and according to wsyx that's channel six here in town they have an eyewitness account of what happened next this is a woman she did not want to be identified she had to go back to the bar the next day to retrieve her purse because of course when a guy's shooting you get out of dodge and worry about your personal belongings later she says to wsyx we were just over here hanging out having drinks There was a person who came in. He was giving everybody a hard time, acting very strange. Mm, I said mental health issues. We were a little suspicious about it, and then at the end of the night, he just came in the door and shot the door and shot my friend and my other friend. We all went running out the back door, and he just basically kept shooting. So police found him cowering behind a car. Uh, Thankfully, he did not shoot at police officers. Maybe he was uh, out of ammunition. We do not know. He was arrested in January for misdemeanor, aggravated menacing, and discharging a firearm. That's a misdemeanor? Aggravated menacing and discharging a firearm is a misdemeanor. Hmm. He was also charged with having weapons under disability, although that charge was dismissed, according to court records. Really? This this tale of woe, man. I mean, it's it's not every time. It is... Far too many times, far too many times, there are clanging alarm bells with someone who takes a life, or in the case of this person, it appears, two lives. And 41 is young. I didn't used to think 41 is young. Now I definitely know 41 is young. And he took two lives. And they dropped the charges. They dropped the having weapons under disability. disability. Which, if the disability is a mental health issue... I mean, just come on, people. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, The incident with the weapon under disability was deemed a violation of his probation from a March 2020 drug case. Man, we keep, like, checking boxes, drugs, robbery, mental issues. Um, So, yeah, uh, Judge Carl Avini ordered him to be held in jail until his competency to stand trial could be evaluated. However, there's always a however, isn't there? On February 20th, Avini ordered Pegram to be released on, oh, the ever-popular house arrest. House arrest. And he was released on February twenty second with an ankle monitor. You know those ankle monitors; they often do not keep violent people from becoming violent.
0: I was about to say we need didn't better. We have ankle a story monitors. last year where someone just basically broke it off their ankle and went on about their business. And last
1: yeah. last year, yes. last week, last yes. month, yesterday, how many kids are stealing cars? Here is an ankle monitor. Yeah. Wear it. No, I'll wear my Fitbit instead. That I probably stole when I carjacked someone. So that's the story on that double murder. And I noticed that uh, the dispatch no longer reports the number of murders. They used to, like, give us a count. That's the 37th murder. That's the 38th murder, 39th murder. No, they don't do that anymore. And I guarantee you, I guarantee you, prove me wrong, that missive comes from City Hall. Stop right. telling people how many murders are committed. We don't need to know that. We don't, It's a bad number. We don't need to keep track of that. It makes Columbus seem like a very, very violent place. <laughs> Maybe it's not the number that makes it seem like that. Maybe it's the violence that makes it seem like that. Yeah. Okay, this East Palestine train derailment, I, I look, I am understand there is a necessity in the job that I have relating to you every day that you not overwhelm people with the same story every day that has no new details. I do not want you to however become desensitized to the east palestine train derailment because this is a situation where the feds and the state and norfolk southern would love would love for it to become a backburner item in your frame of reference because then what happens the pressure on them to do right by the people of east palestine is lessened dramatically. So we have to care about it because you would want people to care about it if that train derailed in your neighborhood and there was a toxic cloud intentionally released into the atmosphere. Doesn't mean it wasn't the best decision, but it was intentionally released into the atmosphere. And what? Millions of gallons of extremely toxic chemicals leaked over the soil did it penetrate don't know gotta believe so and what does that do to the soil to the groundwater to people now next week next month next year next decade don't know but this is a very depressing headline labor unions say east palestine cleanup site workers are falling ill Yeah, the people Norfolk Southern put in there to get rid of the soil now have been there for about two weeks, and they're starting to get headaches, migraines, bloody noses. Meanwhile, all the tests show everything is fine. Now, listen, I understand there can be the potential for psychosomatic illnesses, but for this to be happening in concert with what we know has already happened in East Palestine— I don't know what the right move is. I just know that this is, it seems to me, fraught with peril to send a bunch of people in there to clean it up and to send them in there with what? A hard hat? Uh, you know, coveralls? Like that just to me
0: doesn't seem smart. We were watching the news at home the other night a few days ago, and there was coverage on this story. And my husband looked at me and said, none of those people have any kind no. of respirator on uh-uh. Not even like, you know, the kind you would use in your garage if you're painting painting, something. Yes. Or doing
1: drywall. Yeah. Right. Taking down insulation and it's like falling down out of the sky. Yes. Uh, The American Rail System Federation sent a letter to the Department of Transportation. Oh, that'll really help. I'm sure it went right to Pete Buttigieg's desk. Let me see. Where was that brochure I had about a new bicycle? Oh, here it is. It's right on top of the letter from the union workers. (laughs) Uh, And they said, workers have not been provided personal protective equipment, including respirators, ding, 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 rubber overboots and rubber gloves. Come on. Are they even trying? I guess that's my question. Is Norfolk Southern even... Trying Is the EPA even trying? I mean, look, if you're Michael Regan, at this point in time, if you're Pete Buttigieg, Regan is the EPA guy. At this point in time, have you not taken enough criticism to be super heightened in your sensitivity to the appearance of not doing the ad infinitum democratic motto everything you can to at least make it look like or go beyond the norm. You see them going in there, cleaning stuff up, digging it up. I mean, just me talking here, if I spilled something toxic and then I started to dig around it, I would assume that whatever I have been endeavoring to remove from the site will be a bit roiled up, a bit disturbed by what I'm doing to get rid of it, it doesn't seem to me to be hard. Like, just bring in somebody. Maybe this is the problem. Pete Buttigieg, Michael Reagan, everybody there in East Palestine from a federal agency is a Democrat. So expecting them to approach this from a common sense perspective may be an unrealistic expectation on my part. But if you see them working and they don't have goggles on and respirators, duh. Well, I told you the East Palestine train derailment, it seems to me, has been botched. We'll touch on it with Matt Mayer of OpportunityOhio.org and his website, Exploring a Run for Governor, OhioMatt.com. At noon today, uh, sometimes you don't have to know exactly what to do. You just know that enough is not being done. And when I see that the Norfolk Southern workers there clearing the site of contaminated soil, replacing the tracks, all this and that, that they're falling ill and they say they don't have the right protective equipment or they don't have protective equipment, well, that seems like an optical problem to me. seems like something that you ought to be able to fix, at least indicate you understand the gravity of the situation by giving them, I don't know, rubber boots and respirators and things like that. The optics also appear to me to be really, really bad with the Ohio House of Representatives yesterday Passing a $12.5 billion transportation budget that paves the way for Amtrak to connect Cleveland, Columbus, and Cincinnati. Now, I'm not a believer in spending state money to prop up Amtrak. I mean, how long has Amtrak been around? Amtrak's been around since I was a kid. That's a long time, okay? Amtrak was in Columbus, it ceased to be in Columbus. Amtrak is, it's nostalgia, right? And I get it. There's high-speed rail and la-la-la-la-la. But this has failed in California. This has failed spectacularly in California. And it's always the same boondoggle to justify it. Here's a, Repu- uh, here's a uh, Republican from Strongsville, Tom Patton. This is a huge jobs bill. This is all about enhancing job opportunity and economic development in all parts of our state. Well, in theory, yes. I mean, in theory, it sounds great. Like we're going to connect Cleveland, Columbus, and Cincinnati with high-speed rail. And you're going to be able to live in Columbus and work in Cleveland. I would have loved that when I worked in Cleveland and lived here and had to go up there Monday through Friday and be away from my family. Yes, that would have been fantastic. If I could have taken a train ride for 45 minutes one way or the other, fantastic. But the problem becomes... A couple different problems. Number one, the train has to stop in certain places to pick up people. For instance, are you going to bypass Mansfield? Are you going to bypass Mansfield? Are you going to bypass Morrow County? Are there enough people in Morrow County who might be hopping the train to Columbus or Cincinnati or Cleveland? Eeh, we don't know. Are there enough in Mansfield? Got to think so, right? Yeah. So okay, we got to stop in Mansfield. Okay, so now the trip's like uh, fifty-five minutes. Okay. And the more places you stop, the slower it gets, the less convenient it gets. Because what? Everybody has a different agenda. Everybody, to some people, oh, it takes takes two hours to get there and I don't have to drive. Great. I would be of the mindset. I got to sit on a train, which might get delayed. I can't, like, stop and eat where I want to eat. Or I can't, like, make a side trip here, there, or the other. Or I don't like the cleanliness or lack of cleanliness on the train. Or I I don't really want to be around other people. I whatever. There comes a point, right, where you just say, I'll just drive it. I'll just drive it. How much does the ticket cost? Oh, there you go. Well, we'll make it a lot cheaper than gas, Bruce, really? Okay. Is the is the train ever going to be self-supporting? I mean, if the tickets are 20 bucks, how's the train become self-supporting? Oh, it doesn't because we committed state money to it. Yeah. So, the other part of it is we are creatures of Habit and convenience. Our habits are ingrained in us. I learned this lesson the hard way. A couple of years ago, I was approached to be part of a radio startup here in town. Sounded like a great idea because oh, another another offering in a certain demographic. Sure, who wouldn't want more choices? Well, I'll tell you who wouldn't want more choices. The people who already had the habit of listening to the choices that they had. It's hard to get people to break listening habits, and it's hard to get people to break their transportation habits. It just is. Most people would rather go where they're going to go by car. Why do you think the freeways in L.A. are jammed? It's because everybody out there is oblivious to the fact that there are traffic problems? No. It's because there are myriad mass transportation options But people decide for safety reasons, for convenience reasons, for personal preference reasons or whatever. I'm just going to go it on my own. Because, you know, if I want to stop by the bank on the way home, I can. If I want to stop and get a coffee, I can. Say, well, the train stops at the station and they have a Starbucks in the station. Maybe they don't like that coffee. Maybe they like another kind of coffee. They like their own personal independence and freedom. I know, even in California, that is the case. So this to me... Feels like a complete waste of money. And if you're going to be green lighting Amtrak in the state of Ohio, I'm going to have to hear a hard and fast plan when it becomes self supporting and self sustaining because it never has been ever since its creation. It never has been. And it keeps saying, Oh, it's the wave of the future. No, something that has to be propped up by taxpayer funds is not the wave of the future. You know what it is? It's the wave of the past. There's a re- people used to travel by train. People used to travel by stagecoach. Maybe, re- Maybe we should bring back the stagecoach. Maybe that would be better. I mean, we can put eight people in a stagecoach. That's mass transportation. But it was not very comfortable. And besides, people kept robbing the stagecoach. So I mean, just, this is laughable to me. That people think that Amtrak, oh, now we're going to get it right. Yeah, we've had How many times have we heard we're going to get Amtrak right? If This is the other part. If it were possible to get Amtrak right, do you have any idea how many smart guys like Warren Buffett or Vivek Ramaswamy or venture capitalists whose names you don't even know would be lining up To start their own railroads? I mean, if this were profitable. The richest man in the world started what? An electric vehicle company, right? Did he wait for the government? No, he saw an opportunity and he's like, I can make that profitable. I can make that work. And now Elon Musk is the richest man in the world. I rest my case. Like, I rest my case. If you can't find a better way, maybe it's because the market is not demanding a better way. Or the better way can't be done. But We're going to keep committing money to Amtrak in the state of Ohio because this is the future. No, it's not. So stupid. And particularly the optics of this in the aftermath of a mushroom cloud of toxins being detonated into the atmosphere in eastern Ohio. Sure, but don't look over here. We're going to spend more money on rail. You want to talk about... An unsustainable disaster, you have a disaster that with a passenger
0: train in Ohio. Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's.